2: now
4: All right, folks. Welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. I am joined again, once again with Laura Eisenhower. Laura, thank you. Thank you for coming on. This is important because we're gonna be talking we're gonna be talking about above top secret. Um basically you're gonna come on the show as a whistleblower and discuss things, set the record straight because it looks to me like they're already playing the alien card on mainstream media, mainstream news. They're getting ready to shove this down everyone's throat. We got it. We got to make everyone aware of what's going on. Um, no better person to talk to than Eisenhower, President Eisenhower's great granddaughter, um, who is very much involved in this. I guess you could say movement.
5: Yeah, um, I guess you could say that.
4: You know, you're in touch with a lot of uh, influential people. I know that. I know that for a fact. Um. So how do we get this started here? I mean, they're playing the card. Well, they're playing the alien card. It looks like it's taking off. We're having shootouts with unidentified flying objects. We've talked about this before many, many times that they're going to get ready to play this card. And it's and it looks like they're conditioning the public. Like, it's here.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I became a public person in 2010, 2011. I exposed the fact that I was recruited to go off-planet. I was never a part of the MKUltra projects. I was never in the SRA stuff. People confuse Eisenhower for being an Illuminati family, and I can safely say the background of the Eisenhowers is Mennonite farmers. He was a farm boy, joined the West Point military, became a five-star general, and really noticed something was way off, especially after the Second World War, when an infiltration of the Nazi scientists came into the United States and spread their tentacles all over the world via Project Paperclip. So a lot of disinformation ended up being shared, not necessarily to the ill intent of those sharing it. It's just top secret information became something that was above the president. So three-letter organizations and mj 12 had their hands on the et alien technology connected to the icc draco nazi alliance and how that also connects with some nordics now not all nordics are are negative but so basically an unconditional surrender agreement took place in 1952 people hear about the ufos flying over the Capitol. around that time the truman administration surrendered to the nazis right and So some of the quotes I have from the senior advisor to the administration.
4: Explain that. Truman administration surrendering to to Nazis. What do you mean?
5: Yeah. Okay. So let me do a share screen. It's going to maybe... shoot. Because I just got a new computer. I don't know if it's going to show up. Um, Yes, I think I can get it to show up. But anyway, I just got a new computer and I might have to set things up. So basically, um, 1952, Truman was still president. And 1954, 19... 54 is when the Grada Treaty supposedly was signed, but it's been made very clear to me from multiple sources, not just Dan Cooper, that MJ-12 signed it behind Eisenhower's back. And so what that meant was that there was going to be years and years of disclosure-related information that was based in false narratives. Now, when I started to be a speaker, I was like, okay, I have to have an open mind to this. What if he did? And then through researching energeticsynthesis.com with my good friend, Lisa Renee, hearing about government et or alien exchanges i I consider the negative ones aliens and the benevolent ones more extraterrestrial but uh that um something was signed and established in the 1930s and then again in roosevelt's administration but it was with alistair crowley winston churchill and hitler so the granada treaty is supposedly renewed every 10 years so what's the granada
4: treaty for people that don't know
5: granada treaty is signing a deal with the grays right so, Eisenhower's the Grays are a
4: species of alien.
5: Right. And they are in alignment with the Dracos. There's a lot of different types of Grays. There are breeding programs in order for them to heal their genetic um, material because they ended up being genetically modified, which also took place in the Orion Wars, where there's genetic manipulation, ge- genetic modification that turns humanoid type beings into like grays. And then there's cloning. There's all sorts of things in our galactic history connected to races going underground and compromising their ability to reproduce. Then there are also my labs and military abductions connected to engineered beings that look like grays, but actually aren't. They're automations, like EBEs. Um, yeah, they're like biological
4: AI. They're AI, artificial intelligence. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. So so there's many different types. I'm not a contactee of grays. And I've just been trying to get to the bottom of things with an open mind to, OK, well, maybe Eisenhower did sign a treaty. I highly doubt it. He tried to defeat the Nazis when he came into office, though, and the blame started to be put on him. This was after the Unconditional Surrender Agreement of 1952, which was a surrender to not just the Nazis, but the ICC, the inter- uh, conglomerate corporations, interplanetary uh, corporate conglomerate. And the uh Nazi uh, Draco Alliance, which have been connected with these dark agendas, um, have been in contact and through things like satanic ritual abuse are able to invoke demonic beings to create attachments through the creation of multi-generational uh, mind control, trauma-based mind control, which creates entity attachments to an individual that they split into alters. right? So when we talk to people like Laura Worley or Derek or Kathy O'Brien – um, her story is a little bit different, but they help us to understand all of this. So I have a lot of them as clients. I wasn't in that. Um, I was rec- <clears throat> recruited to go off planet, though, because supposedly Eisenhower was briefed, and 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 I was told this more than once uh, with the defectors of the Mars recruitment that um um that a descendant would be born to the family in order to set the record straight. And uh, I have slides and information about this. It's something that people might doubt. Are you going to be but, able uh, to show the slides? And- I'm, I'm trying to. I just got a new computer, and for some reason, so this um, this hold on.
4: Uh, a person that you talk to quite frequently. That's also keep giving you intel is is a a senior advisor to the Earth Alliance, correct?
5: Right, and I and that's and you're telling
4: Earth. me that's real. I mean, I've heard of Majestic Twelve. I know of these things. I know there's things that are above top secret, way above the president. Um, But you're actually in touch with someone that's involved in the Earth Alliance. And I'm asking my audience to keep a very open mind on this because we really want to get to the bottom of this here.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So MJ-12 is completely different. He's exposing things that that relate to MJ-12. So, for example, um, all right. Hold on a second. You should
4: be able to share the screen.
5: I just got a new computer and I think I just have to activate something. This is literally my new computer. So according to Dan Cooper, who claimed to be the senior advisor to the Earth Alliance, which is benevolent, and it's here to help humanity. um, he, He says the U.S. surrendered to the Nazis unconditionally on July 19th, 1952. This was under the Truman administration and something that Eisenhower wasn't willing to go along with. He says that his two Nazi commanding officers in Dark Fleet and his white hat U.S. Navy Vice Admiral told me what the terms of the unconditional surrender instrument of the U.S. surrendering to the Nazis were all about. One term divested the power to sign treaties with alien species into the hands of MJ-12. Hence, Dwight could not possibly have signed any agreements with any alien species. He did not have the legal power to do so. He wasn't even allowed to attend the negotiations. What to speak of being made privy to the terms of those agreements. That is how I know what Elena said to you about MJ-12 going behind Ike's back is true. Now, people might say, what, he had two Nazi commanding officers? He used to be in Dark Fleet. And when Eisenhower set up something in order to allow those that had served the Twenty and backs to serve a benevolent role, that's when Dan Cooper started to connect with the Guardians and uh, got information from the Guardians, this Fear Being Alliance about Val Thor and Eisenhower's relationship. Well, so I have a so ton of information. On, to that.
4: Let me just backtrack for a second. A lot of people are going to say, "What are you talking about? We won World War II. The Nazis were <laughs> defeated." So what you're saying is they successfully in infiltrated america and we signed off on it and we we surrendered to them is that what you're saying and 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 by doing that we surrendered to whatever alien species was controlling them
5: right so i mean when we look at the Uh, alien card being played and the creation of ike's force the white hats and the earth alliance and he, he didn't do that alone he planted a lot of those seeds and um so basically, Dan says, Ike had no choice but to openly comply with the ovi- uh, official instrument of surrender, which was signed by all of Congress, but he opposed it covertly by setting up all these different things. He tried to invade uh, the deep underground military base of Dulce, New Mexico, and this took place before 1969 in the Dulce Wars that we hear about with Phil Schneider. So this is information that has not been put out there. So I've been in touch with him for the last couple of years, and of course, I don't just listen to anybody and just buy it right off the bat, right? I'm very skeptical. Um, But the amount of exchanges that we've had, the amount of dots that this connects with other things that I've heard is very interesting. He says Ike also established the White Hats, the first of which were Texan U.S. generals and admirals. That's where the name White Hats came from. But they actually played kind of a dark role until it's sort of like de-weaponizing something and reconnecting it to serving something more benevolent. So um, he says Ike was one uh, of the first that appealed to the Sphere Beings Alliance. Um, his relationship with Val Thor played a very critical role. Let's talk about um,
4: Valthor Val for a second with my audience. I've heard of Valthor.
5: Philip Schneider
4: talked about Val Thor. Philip Schneider, to me, is very credible. He's the one that was building the deep underground bases, got into the alien fight, got his hand blown off, his feet blown off, yeah. died later by right,
5: assassination. Right, him and super... Yep 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 definitely
4: um, so who is and he he's Ford. talked about Valthor in his in his uh seminars who is Valthor? Yep.
5: Valthor is from uh Venus. He is not a Nordic some people think he is. He actually went rogue. There was a non-interference agreement that was signed by a lot of benevolent ET supposedly with the Dracos, and he went rogue and he still uh, participated in trying to assist the Eisenhower administration. So he was put on VIP status for three years at the Pentagon and around 1957. Val
4: Thor looks looks human though. Correct.
5: Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is he has no uh, palm prints and his suit or whatever he wears cannot be shot at. Um, He brought in a numerous amount of motherships and there's a lot of information on that. And uh, they have not really left our side, but Eisenhower and Nixon administration, wasn't really able to help him um, because the shadow government was way more in charge. So even though Phil Schneider and William Cooper are incredible whistleblowers, they didn't have access to the information about the unconditional surrender agreement, which is something that they never wanted to be released. That's why it's been really, really difficult to get this information out there. So the unconditional
4: Um, surrender agreement was America surrendering surrendering to the Nazis? Yep. It's unconditionally I mean. saying, we give you full control of our country. So we so are under Nazi really control. We always have been. We have been since 1952, correct?
5: Not completely and totally, because if you, if a person doesn't buy into the tactics of social engineering and mind control and is walking a pretty darn sovereign to this unconditional surrender agreement, or they're able to somewhat go rogue from all of that and connect more with the organic ascension timeline – and some of the things Eisenhower set up now, a lot of people probably wouldn't trust me on this and that's fine. I mean, truth is truth. So I have been studying this for so long. This has been a lifelong thing. And this is the only thing that makes sense because, you know, they are going to pull these different tactics out of their sleeve or whatever. Um, But the thing is, if we're duped by it, then we're in trouble. So just like social engineering, anybody that um buys into the false narratives that are steered in the media the influence of like Hollywood and the entertainment industry and how they're not really calling things out. Only a few are. So like your kind of role, the kind of information you share people that are willing to look through all of this, I wouldn't say are going to be compromised, but I don't feel that they have any power except for the power they have over the individual. So would you say, and would so you so say that they've I, infiltrated?
4: I've had Ismail Perez on and he says, they're going to be, there's going to be a shift in hum- humanity that there's going to be, and Alex Jones has talked about this. I've said this numerous times that this shift is going to take place. I don't know if it's going to be an actual event of a solar flash or something like that, but many people believe it will be that. But are we going to coexist with the, the sleepwalkers, the awakened and then the sleepwalkers, two timelines coexisting at once? And then there's going to be a sudden divide where the planet shifts and one shift goes with the sleepwalkers and one, and one part of earth and then the, the other goes with the, the awakened is that is that kind of how it's going to happen because i'm very confused on that
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's what I share a lot. The ascending hub, high frequency, which is stable, bifurcation of time, and then there's a descending hub, which is low frequency and unstable. So if you look at an unbalanced person or a person that is operating under false narratives or belief systems, or they're just in the divine and conquer in a really low vibration, they're very susceptible to archonic attachments, entity attachments, and the mind control and the social engineering. So they're not a frequency match with those that are more sovereign, that are, you know, in a spiritual vibration, whether that for some Christianity, even though there's some Christians that have kind of lost the plot, um, a good book to read, I would say, is the Ascene Gospel of Peace, the true teachings of Jesus, which are very much about the mother, but there's been a lot of patriarchal distortions to these ancient texts. The original ones are the Dora Torah, um, connected to Chelantic science and a lot of the indigo sort of races, angelic humans. Now, it's not about the chosen one, it's about, us having access to it in our DNA divine blueprint that we all have access to. So if we are on a path of being upgraded, if we're able to see through the lies, if we're flowing with more of the natural... Kind of energies of this ascension window period, which was highly prophesized, which is why it's highly targeted. Then that's more the ascending hub. It can't be a frequency match with the descending hub. It's sort of like if you're hanging out with like a bunch of friends that you grew up with and you're just kind of like moving in a completely different direction and they don't get you. They don't see you clearly. It's going to be very hard to stay in touch with those people. Right. Right. So we as you fall off, it's happened
4: to me now since I quit drinking.
5: Exactly. Right. So, so it, we're kind of falling away from the lower frequency, unstable energies. But I don't think it's just going to be a total split. I think there's going to be a bridge between the two timelines of those that still feel in service to those that are lost, that are doing their best to share the resources. But there's a certain point in which if they're dragging us down and if it's like, okay, you know, we can only leave you like little markers and clues here, but we got to move on here. Um, I do feel the unconditional love of God, goddess, earth, spirit, or whatever doesn't leave any soul behind but can we maintain a frequency match with these individuals probably not for much longer i mean especially with all the toxicity the choices people are making there are going to be advanced technologies there already are and strong protocols and ways for people to mitigate the damages of this but how are we possibly going to be able to provide them that resource if they don't have an open mind to it so those that are awakening despite what they've been infected with I feel stand a chance to connect with the greater alchemy of being able to transmute lead into gold. You know, I mean, if people like Kathy O'Brien survived the level of mind control and abuse that she endured and she's pure light and love now, I, I feel there's hope for all of humanity. But if one isn't consciously making the choice to wake up from the trance, how how much can we really help? Anymore? I, always say I, mean, there's, there's
4: a, I always say there's a big difference between being awake and being woke. They have intercepted the narrative. They have they have taken something that was growing organically and beautifully, and evil. We could call it evil. Has taken that and turned it into the they still they steal agendas, they steal narratives, and they make it their own. That's what evil does, and that's what they did with the awakening. They took the awakening, packaged it up, and sold it as the woke movement. And 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 that's what I think is happening right now, right? I mean, would you agree with that? I mean, I, I can attest just for myself since I've quit drinking. I don't have, like, I'm not kidding, 95% of the people I used to be around, I'm no longer around. I'm now attracting a whole new frequency of people that I appreciate and I love. I miss my old friends. Some of them have died. I mean, it's just crazy how that, that reality for me is no longer there. And and they, and some of my friends have even died. And it's, it's just in the last year. And it's like I'm, I'm a completely on a different plane now. I'm on a completely different plane, different frequency. So I can understand this in the sense that these two frequencies won't match and one has to go a certain way. The other one's going to go its own way.
5: Totally. Totally. I mean, I look at it like a breakup. I mean, would would a person, whether it's on the male side or female side, want to be with the narcissistic abuser? Eventually it's like you, you got to cut the cords and move on and know that you're worthy of a lot more. Like true love, a true experience with creation, a, a true experience with truth by embodying a truth frequency right see you're true to yourself so that gives you the capacity to see through lies those that are lying to themselves are operating under social engineering or false wokeness they can't navigate anymore they're not listening to their intuition they can't see through the lies so a person that's made that choice like you and so many others it doesn't seem like a whole lot of people compared to what it could have been um are able to navigate and see through a lot of this right so when they're playing you know the next card or the next card People like you aren't going to fall for it. Those that are under the false woke that see the problem-reaction-solution dynamic of, okay, we've mucked up the elements, um, all these different catastrophes have happened. Now let's bring in the alien card, the fake alien invasion with a savior group of ETs that are coming in to save the day that are actually a part of the Draco alliance. So we have to be very careful with false channeling, with what seems to be benevolent-looking ETs that are coming in to save the day because really we can only save ourselves. And we have genetics connected to but this, this unbelievable this, ability. But this right? all connects we with the Bible. Anyway.
4: This all connects with the Bible. To me, this sounds like a harvest, a soul harvest where the the woke or the people that are asleep are going to go one way. The awakened are going to go a completely different way. That kind of matches up with what it talks about in the Bible.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if a person can read between the lines of all of that, uh, you know, and it's just people. Yeah, really need to just kind of see. So, I mean, people talk about Mark of the Beast and this and that. Um, it seems like there's a lot of prerequisites to it. To you know, the yeah, grooming be process.
4: Here, yeah, yeah, be careful. Don't say this. But I mean, what? Yeah, don't this. I always just point to my shoulder.
5: Um. So when we look at the indoctrination in the school systems, you know, we see a lot of children falling prey to the trans humanism, transgenderism, you know, just all these different things. But we got to figure there's going to be a lot of switched on kids and parents that are not going to allow this. And hopefully that'll ripple out and spread. It's going to be very important for people to mitigate the level of toxicity that is going to be just even worse than it was before. But when I feel like we're being pushed to the edge as a humanity, that's also an opportunity to get in touch with the greater inner treasures, you know, remembering who we truly are and what we're made of. Because we're born with a bit of amnesia. We don't remember our past lives that easily or our galactic history. None of that is given to us in school. So if we remembered all that, if we began to switch it on, I feel like that there's the override frequency. You remember Ripley's, believe it or not, they were eating like light bulbs. You know, the whole concept of mind over matter, spirit holding dominion over physical matter is something that we would be best to align with. And it doesn't matter what the belief systems are, as long as it leads to the same goal, and you're not in a lower vibration of judgment and hatred, you know, I think we stand a chance to be able to overcome some of this. But if we are in the lower vibrations that is connected also to the dark technologies, how can we possibly transmute anything? They require our belief systems and the social engineering to be successful for the dark weapons to work. If it was enough for the dark weapons to just do their dark weapon thing, they wouldn't care about the infiltration of our minds through the television, through fake news, through... The influence of Hollywood through politicians that really are not a part of trying to help us as a humanity. So as long as we can see through that and align with the ones that are on our side by first falling back on ourselves so we can even see the truth from the lies, then our truth meter or our BS meter um, will, will protect us, right? It'll help us to navigate. So you're a really good example of this. You took the step to move away from something that ultimately was making it difficult, keeping you with friendships that you were outgrowing. So you had to, I mean, I don't mean to speak for you, but no but, well, alcohol,
4: do... alcohol was clouding my intuitiveness. It was clouding my radar, my, my antenna, basically my, my spiritual antenna. It was clouding all that. Now that that's been removed out of my life, my life has, has catapulted into the, above the moon like it's just unbelievable my spidey senses everything are just are just so um primed and and just and i'm at this point in my life now where i could see through a lot of bullshit (laughs) a lot of bullshit and i could see agendas being played out more so now than i ever have in my life and i was dumbing myself down by drinking and things of that nature um and 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 deadening my awareness
5: yeah yeah. And, and, you know, it's easy to fall into that, especially, you know, if you're feeling a lot of stuff or just whatever, I mean, we're all exposed to that kind of thing, but that's a really important step. We have to make sure that our human vessel is functioning at its highest level. So our consciousness is clear. I mean, the thing is, this is not just about dark agendas connected to, you know, holographic technologies or what John was talking about. They don't even have to be holographic. Um, we're also dealing with the infection of the planetary grid network, that took place thousands and thousands of years ago. Something called the Nephilim Reversal Grid Technology, which is a massively complicated alien structure, um, has just made it very difficult to switch on dormant DNA, right? So there's frequency fences, there's seals, there's sort of this net and false matrix that's inverted. And it's not just based in... Social engineering, it's based in these dark technologies that have unplugged the planetary grid network in very important places that have kept our junk DNA alive. So when we learn about junk DNA in science class, it doesn't appreciate that it's not junk and it's connected to higher harmonic universes and our capacity to, uh, like step away from the inversions, right? Which is symbolic of the upside down pentagram. So when I mention the Venus transits in my bio, Venus has been forming an orbit that forms a perfect pentagram. This is part of the correction. And a lot of the grid workers around the world, you know, we're in locations for a reason, working energy. Anyway, another dark technology is the Niberian diotic Crystal Grid. And these are all harvesting technologies, right? Once a person becomes addicted to the bait, that is presented in all forms of manipulation and deception, this architecture uh and control system hooks in and takes your vital life force, right? And so this goes back to, like, these harvesting stations that supposedly go off planet to, like, Wormwood, like, Nibiru-type thing, and Anunnaki. And so a lot of these hybrid bloodlines, a lot of those that have been compromised, don't realize that they're n- non-willing participants of the harvesting and siphoning that you were talking about. So when a person wakes up from that, I mean, look at the light and love that somebody like Kathy O'Brien holds, but look at the ones that, like Laura Worley talks about, that get reprogrammed. Even in 2014, a whole bunch of the MyLab Alter people were reprogrammed to play a particular role that they don't realize they're running alter because they thought they were whistleblowers. They thought they were free of it. That's why we still see a lot of disruption in the so-called movement or community, which I kind of stay a little bit far back from but I have a lot of good friends, right? Like we have on the show. And so do you. You're meeting incredible people doing amazing stuff that, um, you know, that there's something that is holding itself together that is able to have a certain level of discernment. And as long as we understand what we're up against, we don't have to make those that are compromised the enemy. We have to realize that they're still operating under some level of control that is, you know, programming altars to do their dirty work like sex slavery, assassinations, drug running, mules, you know, and and some of them just don't even realize they're still being. So I've been talking to some that have been able to see through that programming that maybe we can both interview at some point. And I know it's, it's, it's hard to talk about this stuff. And I know a lot of people just assume Eisenhower, this or that or this or that about me. And I'm fine with it because truth doesn't need believers. You know, I'm solid in, in what I know. I'm always open-minded, though, to what I don't know, and I, have you know, we have to be, you know, somewhat flexible. Um, but I do feel really good about Dan Cooper, the Earth Alliance, um, and and his position and what he found out and how he now is in contact with the Guardians, and he understands deeply Eisenhower's relationship with Val Thor. And so, so this this war in the that's happening. Show, on... When I fix my computer, I can show the slides. But um,
4: well, this war that's a happening happening on Val Earth right now, computer. everything that's everything that's playing out politically, everything that's playing out on the news. This really is this stems to a heavenly war or a galactic war, correct?
5: Oh, totally. Totally. And the thing is there's a lot of imposters unfortunately. The things that seem safe and benevolent as we know the kind of wokeness or false wokeness is all targeting well-intentioned people. But the thing is if they don't notice the symptoms of this level of toxic hatred or or saying that censorship is okay, saying that um something is being steered in a very dangerous direction and all the signs and symptoms are there regardless of who you hate or don't hate. Ultimately it's up to save ourselves, but we need the kind of leaders that support freedom of speech and choice, right? Certainly not. This administration is doing that.
4: So, you know, there's a lot of personalities out there right now and I, I don't want to name them because a lot of people are involved in lawsuits with these people um that are out there pushing this disclosure, alien disclosure, please, let my audience know and your audience, because I know a lot of your audience is going to watch this. The, we need to be aware be beware of a lot of these people. Correct?
5: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know it's important not to make them enemies. I mean, some are just compromised. Some are getting channeled information. that But might there's not some be mainstream a-
4: ones that that we were talking about before the show that that really need to be looked at. And and you're saying they've been compromised, correct?
5: Yeah, or they're willing participants of of playing the Dark Lord role. A lot of them were groomed uh, by handlers, and they became handlers. So it's just multi-generational abuse is passed down generation to generation. So anybody that's been involved in that needs to break the cycle, right? Some people might think that I was in those kind of things, and I wasn't. I was recruited to go off-planet. Uh, They didn't want me on this earth and they pre-targeted me through looking glass technologies, but they they set me up with a partner and tried to get me on a heart level because they couldn't get me on a mind level.
2: have wow.
1: fighterflare.com.
4: flare.com
5: level um so that's all separate but um when we look at the narratives being steered we often hear them say oh yeah we think we've made contact with other life forms it's like no excuse me there have been alien forces on the planet for a super long time the whole nazi agenda is connected to the draco alliance and the can you explain corporation-
4: can you explain the draco alliance to my audience? a lot of them are going to be new in hearing this.
5: Yeah, and it's and it's a tough thing to wrap your head around and uh some people, you know, just want to reject it. I'll I'll I'll, I'll say a little bit about it. Um so in attempting to connect with this fear being alliance which eventually in 2014 put a barrier around the planet um, and this goes into some other people's testimonies that later got compromised. So it's good to hear it from this person. But anyway, it was all about humanity being worth freeing from the ICC Nazi Draco alliance dominion over us, right? So some people might say reptilian. I mean, we hear what David Icke has to say. Some might not look at it like that. Some see it as, uh, you know, demonic energies that are conjured up in satanic ritual abuse. What my take is, is that there's hybrids, um, that are connected to this sort of DNA. That could have been advanced beings, but the multi-generational trauma-based mind control is to fracture a person enough for that part of their genetics to connect with this sort of species that basically thinks that they were here on the planet first. They have some sort of rights. They have the hierarchical sort of pyramid structure. And they have, you know, all these different hidden secret space programs and all these different levels um, within the planetary sort of governmental structure of the shadow government, where different people have different positions. A lot of the ones that are in a lot of power, we don't hear about their names. And then there's the ones that are kind of like on the world stage that participate in some pretty sick stuff, right? I mean, it's no news to anybody who's been following, you know, the the presidential line that begins with a C or a B. <laughs> I wouldn't name names. But, um, you know, when we look at just everything connected to Pizzagate, the mockery of things like calling out pedophilia, human trafficking and Epstein Island should have been enough to expose people to the fact that, you know, there's underground tunnels. People have been b- who I interviewed supposedly has 200 altars. He's pretty much broken through all of them, but he was trafficked to the royals. He was trafficked to some of the leaders in Canada. I won't name names, Um, but he was able to bust through it. Right. But he was born into the family. So the level of abuse within the families is nuts. But then you also have how they, you know, kidnap or or go into the foster system or the uh, child protective services and how vulnerable, you know, our children are. And also just, you know, any adult that um, might just be in the wrong place at the right time and, you know, captured. And uh, this was sort of mocked. There's a lot of mockery surrounding it because it's very uncomfortable for people to unpackage their belief systems and what they thought was a benevolent person. A lot of people fell for, oh, she's a woman. So we need to vote for her just because she's a woman. Doesn't matter who she is, but it's like the false feminism wokeness, right? It's just, yeah. just because she's a woman doesn't mean anything. She's not even human. I mean, let's look yeah. at that. So the thing is, these people aren't in possession of themselves. So, you know, one has to understand just the multi-gen, like I said, um, uh And and the origins of these families. Now, Eisenhower is not on the Illuminati family list. He's a farm boy. No trust funds. I've worked my butt off my whole life. And um I grew up very close to my family. And it's a very loving family. I did regression. I'm like, well, what if something like that happened to me? I've dug real, real deep. But I do work with and you've done interviews with those that have that give us major, major insight into what really happens in these families. Also, uh people that have been my lab, right? So there's military abduction Eisenhower signing treaties. And even if he did, he, he would have been pushed into it. They have more advanced technologies than we had. But basically what happened is after 1952, after the surrender agreement, after the establishment of these three letter organizations and MJ 12 under Truman, he had no control over the situation and can only do things covertly. And, um, And the thing is, he's not into the governmental structure. So there was a migration in 1952, of very advanced souls being born, which he talks about, which he discussed with the Dakota star beings, including, you know, like I would say, like you and many people I know are a part of that migration, people that were destined to wake up, people that were destined to play a leadership role. And the thing is, a role like yours is to help people to step up. It's not like, follow me. I've got all the answers. That's what I love about how you go about things and the questions that you ask, right? And there's other leaders like that that are leading by example. But think of all the ones that are going to go into drama and conflict if you don't buy everything that they say. If there's no flexibility to question them, that to me is a major red flag of people unconsciously steering a narrative that might be consciously steering the narrative that we just have to watch out for, not hate them, but just watch out for them in the hopes that they will be freed of whatever is that is controlling them to be acting this way. And I won't name names, but i think we see that right
4: <laughs> oh yeah i always tell people with my audience you know eat the meat throw away the bones you know take what resonates and what doesn't i'm not trying to start my own cult here <laughs> you know what i mean like question me question all my 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 guests and formulate your own opinion you know i'm not you know that's what this is about we're all adults here and 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 that's what this my show nino's TV is about honestly
5: I know. Well, the only cult I always say I'm a part of is the difficult. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so let's let's get Sorry. in. I want to talk a little bit more about Thor, Because Thor okay. has he been held here by duress? And I've heard when Philip Schneider talked about him, he was, what, 400 and something years old. Didn't age one iota. Has six fingers, six toes. Um Can you just, and and he's held here by our government, correct? He works for the United States or does he work for the entire planet?
5: I wouldn't say that he's being held here. He was on VIP status for three years. And then when he realized, and Eisenhower and the Nixon administration realized that there wasn't a whole lot that they could do in order to have their intention for humanity. Uh, be accepted because the shadow government shut it down. All of this is written in Frank Strange's book, Stranger at at the Pentagon. My book coming out next year is going to go into a lot of these kind of quotes. But um, basically um, uh, Valthor merely advises his species the Venetians from Venus, however also signed a non-interference agreement with the Draco. But Valthor is a rebel amongst his kind and is protected directly by the uh, Guardians and has immunities like Dan Cooper says he has. Um, which allowed him, um, to advise, uh, Val does not speak to him directly. He speaks with the Guardians. So he says, I know a lot about Commander Valiant Thor. He didn't, in fact, advise Ike for years, specifically on how to defeat the Nazi Draco Alliance and end their dominion over humanity. They are considered very Christian. They were adamantly opposed to violence. And they were the ones that told Ike about this fear of being. So he goes on about that. Um, so Val Thor merely advises he has immunities. He's a rebel. And, um, but then there's so much more about 200 ships. Okay, so basically, once um, they left, here it is. Um, A U.S. uh, Vice Admiral friend who was a white hat said this to Dan Cooper that Commander Valiant Thor currently commands 200 spaceships dispersed throughout the surface of Earth. They are either cloaked or deep underground. they're here for observation purposes only to be permitted to serve on one of those 200 observation vessels. A Venusian must take a two-year course of specialized studies, according to this vice admiral, right? So I got this whole thing. I can send it to you. But Balthor also warned the U.S. in 1952 about the grace. That's when the Unconditional Surrender Agreement took place. And that is why Eisenhower and him started to work closely, because Truman administration is the one that to the unconditional surrender agreement now does that make an so be-
4: unconditional surrender agreement allowed for abductions correct
5: the abductions were happening earlier than that um under crowley hitler and churchill and let me read this real quick um and this is based in lisa renee's information anybody that knows her knows that she's no joke so crowley churchill hitler connection is what established the great alien agreements with the government Yes, they said Churchill actually met the aliens while he was prime minister, and the beginning of the technology trades took place. Churchill and UK wanted it for world domination. That led to human experiments such as mind control through psychotronics and time travel. Churchill did not have racial sympathies and had even less compassion for the general masses. It was during his influence that he was one of the men that allowed 5,000 or so children to bring to the Guardians when they took something like 10 times that amount. They knew they were in over their head and they could not control what they led the world population into. So what a better way to hide than to blame it on somebody who was trying to stop it, which is my great-grandfather. So I feel I have an agreement to be born into this family because none of my other family members talk about ufos or ets so i'm like okay i have a big mouth i'm coming in for this reason i've been trying to figure this out most of my life of course i've come to find out so much more so basically even previous to that like Chelantic science and others talk about even phil schneider talked about uh alien government contact in the 1930s right but when we look at the anunnaki when we look at our galactic history we've had extraterrestrial energies on this planet for a long time now The fall of Atlantis, when the covert 13 families kind of went underground to control things behind the scenes with their puppets, pulling the strings of them, Um, then we've been dealing with a whole other set of things, which to me is the negative alien agenda. Now, because I don't talk to these beings like some people, it's hard for me to want to label it, oh, they're this or they're that. But I do know, connected to uh, dark factions of the Anunnaki, that the Anunnaki actually commissioned uh these particular beings to almost like do their dirty work and that hybridization programs took place there have been breeding programs and basically when we look at timeline wars we're looking at a kind of like enki and enlil and like the mother energy has kind of been thrown off the map and the inversions and the worship of baphomet has replaced it so the mother energy hasn't been able to be anchored back until like 2010 when there's a major timeline shift a lot of people think this is new agey No, in actual fact, a lot of this information busts a lot of the programmings connected to new age deception. And this is all a part of the alien technology. Now there's benevolent ET technology, right? That would come from the more benevolent side of things. But humans are tasked with discovering this and working alongside these benevolent beings who are not going to come save the day. That's the big red flag, the problem reaction solution. So if we can sort of step it up and Sort of see that they're allies and they're kind of here observing. They're kind of waiting for us to step up to the plate before they're really going to be able to intervene. And I would say ValThor is one of the few that intervene and the uh, Sphere Being Alliance. But would again, say, they're waiting for say, us to figure it out. They can't save it for us, but they're holding space for us to awaken.
4: Right? They can't do it for us.
5: What I'm getting? Yeah.
4: Would you say? But would you right. say? And I and I've heard that this, this is very true. Would you say Trump is in touch with ValThor or? this is really the base of the white hats what would be considered the white hats or are these good uh, extraterrestrials maybe would you say that there's some kind of connection there with Trump? there could
5: be I, um when i talked to dan about this he says that there's a lot of disinfo about the white hats um a lot of people are saying you know they're going in and clearing all the bases and this and that he's saying that there is a very nonviolent approach that these more benevolent beings are taking they're very nonviolent what they want is humanity to awaken not be a food source anymore not provide the louche, not allow this sort of energetic takeover siphoning and harvesting um but you know i i I can only pick his brain so much and i got so much information that i'm still sorting through as far as trump's concerned he says that there was a time that there was um a connection that it might have gotten a little bit tricky not because of t's fault but just because, you know, just like Eisenhower, you're surrounded by enemies that pretend they're not your enemies that are trying to play you, trying to manipulate you. Um, I don't know how much contact Valthor is having anymore. I do believe that Victor 1 and some of those ships are still cloaked. One is at Lake Mead and uh, I think, Nevada. Uh Lake Mead where the, uh, the there's uh, an energy field there and it was told by Valthor that they were going to put a mothership there but they're stationed all over the planet right so he could very easily be in contact with leaders that are seeking our free freedom of speech and and helping us to you know just um rise to the occasion you know so people liking him or not liking him is beside the point you know, that that's just such a distraction and a waste of time, I feel. So there's a very good chance that he is. I don't have direct proof, but I would say that more than likely he has had contact um with something that has helped to advise him, that is not completely interfering, that might just be helping him along the way. I mean, ValThor could only really advise Ike. Ike set up Ike's force supposedly before ValThor came along. All he could do is warn us about the greys, right? Some say it was the Nordics that warned us, but problem with the Nordics is there were a lot of Nordics connected to the Draco Alliance and the eugenics programs that happened, you know, just uh, how uh, there was a lot of different holocausts. Some people are holocaust deniers. There's been multiple holocausts, not just that one, from what I've come to understand.
4: Is there many... There's so
5: much here because there's so much compartmentalism, right?
4: Right, but, but are the... Uh- are the reptilians and grays cohabitating with human beings here on this planet along with other species as well?
5: There's definitely an alliance between a lot of the grays and the Dracos are all grays like that. I don't feel that because saying that all of one species would be one way and and all the rest of the others, it's like, there's not all positive Nordics. Some are, um, okay. So, uh, here we go. Um, and I can, you know, send you all this, and then you have it in your references to just bring up once you kind of. Um, so there was like an attempt by different individuals to expose all of this, um, and like uh, Kennedy assassination, Ronald Reagan getting shot at, other things like that uh, made it pretty difficult. So um, he ordered the first attack on the grades, the Zeta Reticulans deep underground military base at Dulce, New Mexico, knowing that he'd lose that battle. This was Eisenhower. Um. nobody talks about this one um and then that, that's yeah, where phil about,
4: schneider was attacked as well correct in dulce
5: in 69 that was like 10 years later so right so this um, conflict this has a- been
4: there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of activity in dulce new mexico
5: right so so supposedly that's a big, that's Eisenhower a big invaded that and wanted to invade area 51 but he did invade dulce this is not the one that phil schneider was a part of Schneider was in 1969. This is when he was really able to start to disclose stuff. But they didn't have access to this top secret information. And, um, you know, I just, uh, I have certain things that I'm allowed to share and certain things that I better kind of not. But um, Dan says that the Guardians approached him in 1975, but there was already a petition and they weren't able to do a whole lot until later. And these seeds were kind of planted. So the grays um, are sort of like, trying to break free too, like if they're genetically modified or being used by the draco it's sort of like how some of the people out there are doing the dirty work of these darker forces through things like mind control and alters and implants and abductions and sra ritual abuse and all sorts of things to compromise them to the point where they're doing the dirty work of these darker agendas. So some of the grays are like that, but then you got the more positive zetas and things connected to timelines and how they've tried to rebuild their soul matrix, some through abduction, some through breeding programs. Like Bashar, supposedly is a gray-human hybrid, and the new species is called Essasani, which are considered benevolent. Um, But then there's some that are still kind of never broke free of the Orion wars. There was a major like black uh, resistance. Why why
4: is, why is human DNA so important? Why are we so important to these beings?
5: Because they compromise their DNA on purpose. They refuse to heal. And when they refuse to heal, they set up the Nephilim reversal grid. And they basically uh, in order to ensure that individuals that could heal um, would not enter their bloodline. That's why they're very specific about who they're allowed to breed with. um, That, There is a full-on rebellion that steps down from other rebellions that some would call Luciferian rebellion. I'm not wanting to paint Lucifer as the bad guy, but it's pretty obvious something ain't right there. I feel like we can redeem that force within ourselves by overcoming false light stuff, programs, and this and that. We carry these archetypes. It's up to us to reconcile them within ourselves. But basically, um, this rebellion and this uh, inability to want to heal... They wanted to remain the controllers. Supposedly the Dracos compromised their DNA to 10 strand and the Anunnaki to 11 strand. And that is why they put dark technologies on the Stargates that are uh, Stargate 10 and Stargate 11, because if they can unplug it and create sort of these dark technologies that harvest and and they get fed this energy, then literally they're vampiric. They've lost their connection to spirit and source so they can only plug into humans. So they want our DNA by manipulating us out of our own divine birthright and disempowering us, dumbing us down so that they can harvest that energy we're not awakened to and conscious of. And they just use it as their food source so they can remain in control because they're really addicted to power. They could heal, but they uh, went so far and so long with this compromised dna that we're now the prize and as long as we're uh, uh, oblivious to it we're easy to just be fed on and parasited off of and we know energy vampires in in friendships and relationships right you know so we have to recognize this and cut the cords and then call our energy back and move through the different initiations that the planetary alignments provide us right so in 2019 saturn jupiter and pluto were conjunct they weaponized that masking, doing all these things so that we wouldn't initiate, so that we'd be afraid of death and this great initiation that was presented. And they weaponize all these planetary alignments so that our growth is stunted and we're just relying on outer authority. Now, for those that aren't doing that, that's where I see the split happening, like you were mentioning, because that frequency cannot be compatible with something that's answering to an outer authority. You know, it's just like when you try and convince your friend, leave that person, leave that girl or guy, You know, they're abusing you. They're cheating on you. They're manipulating you. You know, we all make mistakes as humans. But if it's a long and drawn out thing for the rest of your life, you know, it's very hard to to coexist with anybody that is a willing addict or a willing person that is just allowing this. It's like we need to be strong enough and say, I'm done. You know, we can only do so much to try and pull each other onto the lifeboat. But free will is a really strong thing. People don't think there's free will. But ultimately, people are making choices every day. Um, Some very, very detrimental. So that's why we're a prize. As long as we're dumbed down, they can utilize that. And even if they want to depopulate, they're going to keep enough of a number on. They're going to do something to harvest some of those energies. And um, some are considered sacrifices, right? But some are sacrificial for maybe the greater awakening. I don't feel any soul is forever bound to these dark forces. And there's plenty of stories of people that have broken through. And I think some of the greys... Um, that have been trying to heal and get their soul matrix back have maybe positive hybrid programs, but there are some that are still working on behalf of the Draco that are wanting to hybridize to continue to make um humans that are going to answer to these dark agendas or even be recruited into the Illuminati. They send out letters to people all the time. Hey, you want to be a part of this club? Yeah. And I don't know how that goes. I, yeah. haven't gotten See, I've seen that.
4: I I've of- gotten those letters. So, Laura, let me ask you. Let me ask you another question here. So, not only is our DNA pri- a prize, but is it, but isn't our soul a prize?
5: I would say, yeah. I mean, when we're soul centered, I mean that's everything to our capacity to take down those darker forces. They they need they need um, to like have us in an energetic cord, in a mind control, in a social engineering, in some sort of you know abductions, put implants in people. The, the dark technologies are putting thoughts in people said people are doing unbelievable things. Um, the crimes that we're seeing in the news, it's so obvious these people aren't operating from their own volition or, or intuition. When we see different shootings happen, a lot of times there's, um, that particular area, like we're seeing in the world right now, our testing ground for a big event or false flag or PSYOP that they're going to do. So they, they prepare and then they have, uh, those that through their devices or an implant or some sort of alter, they're able to get them to do a horrific crime while they're pulling the strings behind it. And that person's being blamed. Right. Just like we see in assassinations, there's way more behind it than just some guy with a gun right. that that's operating them. So, um, so yeah, our, our soul is a prize because as long as we're unconscious to our soul and we're just operating from instructions or voices in our head, then um they, they have a piece of it. And I think, you know, based in the harvesting, based in the dark rituals, um, when they traumatize a person so much that they're not connected to their soul and they create these demonic attachments, that person's no longer in possession of themselves. So, and, and I don't know what they use with a soul. I mean, some people think they put them in little jars or
4: containers, they Might
5: use them containers. They might, um, you know, with their own consciousness, sometimes they can download it into a clone. They never really die. Why, why I mean, is
4: the elite so hell? I'll never
5: get used to this. Yeah,
4: Why why is the elite so hell-bent on transhumanism and capturing consciousness within a computer so that they can live forever? Is it because they're just so detached from the soul?
5: I think they're so afraid of going through the death and reincarnation process for all the evil deeds that they've done that they can only trick death, jump timelines... Um, and, and keep their life force alive through the use of AI, through the use of keeping us kind of dumbed down, unconscious or depopulated, traumatized, whatever, you know, they're getting it down to a number or whatever. Um, they've got underground bases filled with clone. I mean, and this is stuff Laura Worley tells me, I don't have like, I, I you know, it's not like I have seen it firsthand. Right. But people like her, like really helped me to understand more. And she's a survivor of m k ultra and satanic ritual abuse and stuff like that, and she's very much in the know she's the one that wrote us both um and I've done a lot of interviews with her so um so I feel uh yeah, that's for them to have a life cycle. Their life cycle is the use of dark technology and having control over us. That way they maintain control. Once we start to activate galactic chakras and upgrade our DNA, that's usually when the psychic attack increases and a person feels defeated. Like, oh my God, you know, am I ever going to get out of this? So it's important that people breathe through some of these attacks. It might be through a person, through a friend, through a group. It might be um through a a weapon. It might be just an event but that's usually when you're on the right track, right? So we have to just kind of get over those hurdles and obstacles because they're trying to defeat us. So we're exhausted. We, 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 we give up. So if we can just breathe through some of that and get to the other side, then they lose a grip on us. And then we are able to move on to the next experience. The ones that keep bumping their head or giving their power away or unconsciously complying, you know, that, that, that is a part of their food source and they utilize and that's why AI bread and, that's technology why bread and, and transhumanism.
4: That's why bread and circus okay. is so important. Sporting events, clubs, discotheques, alcohol, drugs. That's all. That's that's on purpose, man. I try to tell people that is absolutely on purpose. That is to keep you dumbed down. If there's any reason absolutely. to quit any vice, it's that. Because we are at war at a soul level. Totally.
5: Oh, totally. And that's why they keep the good medicines from people. And they just keep providing things that are destructive and detrimental. I mean, it's nice to see a lot of healthy food on the shelves and, you know, medical marijuana. But, you know, I know they kind of mess with that too. I mean, usually, I don't know. Um, Yeah,
4: marijuana is completely I mean, some are safer than others.
5: Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, they they throw us a few bones. They give us a few gadgets like our phones. They are sitting on such advanced technology. Should we be afraid of it? No, because we're the more advanced technology. But we're not exactly going to be able to reach that greater advancement of us as a biological vessel that's a high, high high-level technology. They only can mimic and imitate. They don't have any real power. So as long as they can trick us out of ourselves and feed us a false version that we're falling for, then we're not upgrading to the fact that we're the more advanced technology. I call us 5D towers, right? Our fifth chakra, speaking truth, is a frequency that overrides 5G, which is low-level frequency that is putting people in a low vibration, right? In that bifurcation. But if we can recognize that we're the more advanced technology and we're the override frequency, we're connected to a greater alchemy, we're connected to Mother Earth, we're connected to spirit, they don't have anything that they can do to us but like you said society is absolutely set up and i've said this to cops before i'm like look at all these traps you guys set i'm like this is like horrendous that all these booby traps and then you know it's like it's setting everybody up for failure in a lot of ways um And, uh, anyway, anybody who can overcome that, you know, is, 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 is really great. I mean, I've, I've been down that road too, and it's, it's a struggle, you know, especially being an empath and feeling everything. But fortunately, I got a lot of really good herbs like blue lotus and all these things that are adaptogens that really help. But it's a huge step to be able to do that because you no longer are a food source. You no longer can be played. You're no longer dumbed down. You have humility and you have strength. And if, if, you know, other people could be, like, like that, you know, if they're addicted to pharmaceuticals or something that's really just zombifying them or making them fall prey, you know, this is where we all have to hold hands and rehabilitate together with, with, with more love and compassion and patience um, that I notice um, among a lot of people in our audiences and just out there, you know, are fighting this tooth and nail. Um, and it's just kind of like that sets you up for um, some very dark forces. You might not like the people in front of you, but, you know, I mean, that is a low frequency, right? For us to be in advanced technology, we have to get a grip on our thought forms, on the words that come out of our mouth. We can either uplift and inspire with our words or or create a lot more pain and unnecessary conflict. And so each one of us has this divine purpose to step up to the plate. Then I feel like we're going to notice and perceive these more benevolent forces that aren't going to do it for us, but are going to provide us. The resources, the reminders, and the access to things that are hiding right beneath our noses. So, um, people, it's it's up to each of us. And um so yeah, I mean, we we are kind of the prize and uh and we have a choice to, you know, claim our own divine blueprint and that we are a prize to ourself and creation. And so that's why I really appreciate you know, what you're doing and
4: and the diverse that you have. All I can say (laughs) is I know we're gonna go. no no you're brilliant. I love you. Thank you for coming on my show. Seriously. This is gold. You, you you're such a valuable asset for humanity, man. And I, and I just I really appreciate you coming on and you do, you deserve a lot of respect. I know things get complicated for you from time to time. You're an overthinker. You got a lot of stuff going on up there because you have such a good soul. And uh and uh-huh. people take advantage of that and they shouldn't. You're a great person. All right Laura. So um, thank you thank so you much David. for coming on Nino's Corner.tv. I'm gonna put this on rumble Nino's Corner.tv and I'm gonna send it off to my team to see if I can put it on YouTube. And it, it will go on YouTube. They'll just probably have to edit out a few things here and there. But I'm putting it on all three channels. So oh, thank you. Oh,
5: cool. I'll give you all my links so people can find me too. Then and you uh, text them uh,
4: to me. Text them to me.
5: I will, I will. And then we're gonna get Alex on and and I look forward to doing more with you. And any time you wanna come on my show to just give the latest. Um much love. I love you too. You're an incredible being and Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and having me. Got it.
4: Bye, Laura. Thank you.
5: All right. Bye.
1: I
2: now